0: morning guys welcome to another daily juice with myself Ray koreshi hope you all had a great weekend first of all i have to discuss about arsenal being an arsenal fan i feel this was the match to kind of give an assessment as to whether we've arrived and what i mean by arrived is if we are now a team that can be taken seriously against you know the elite teams of course we'd be a very good Spurs side last week but we we are very successful against Spurs at the Emirates. You know, we've only lost once there since we've moved into the stadium. The acid test was more around this match against Liverpool and absolutely delighted that we came out with the three points. But more important than that was the way we turned around the first half. And if I could go into a little more detail is, before the match, all I thought to myself is, we play with the same exuberance, intensity and intent as we have for the whole season. And I'll be absolutely delighted because Liverpool are a fantastic side, no matter what we say. Phenomenal players, phenomenal manager. And after the first 10 minutes where I thought we were electric, we were very submissive. We went into our shell. We played such a deep block. And I was honestly very angry because we were giving Liverpool the ascendancy, which I feel like we didn't need to, especially with the fact that they had two players in midfield, one in Thiago, who's not really defensively astute. And we kind of... Completely set back. We never outnumbered them in that first half. After the first 10 minutes, uh, where we used our extra man because we had Party Chaka and Odegaard there, and it was very, very frustrating to watch because I just saw us going back into our shell when we're playing the top teams. Away from home, some understanding. At home, with the former in, with the buzz around the stadium. Very, but honestly, completely unacceptable. Liverpool deservedly got an equaliser with a better team. And all I thought to myself is go in half-time, level, and then put a rocket up their arse. And we got a fantastic goal to actually, you know, take the lead into the first, uh, going into half-time, which we did not deserve. And uh, Martinelli, electrifying, uh, as he has been the whole season, targeted Trent as we thought he would and uh, got the goal. And the second half, I thought we were phenomenal. I thought we were the better team in the second half. Uh, The XG went up to, I think, over three goals. And uh, I thought we we honestly could have got a couple of more goals. Uh, Liverpool got a fantastic equaliser. And uh, then we went, and I I don't think it was a penalty. I think it was a soft penalty. But when you break down the game, I do feel that we deserved the victory. So delighted with the second half. And that's more what we need to do against these teams. We need to give the fear of God into our opposition, whoever they are, even a phenomenal side like Liverpool. Yes, they're out of form, still a brilliant side. Still think they'll finish in the Champions League. So that's my assessment regarding Arsenal. That probably swagways quite well into regards what you do with your assets. Now, I know game week 12 is just sneaking around the corner. And just as a reminder, Arsenal do blank against Manchester City. Of course, you keep your assets for the next game away against Leeds. On paper, a game that we should... Uh, do well at least in regards to attacking returns if you got Martinelli I, I I think you keep him for 12 as well Uh, you know even if we're blanking you keep him the value you would have got from him would be quite exceptional with the other two and when I say the other two in regards to Saka and Jesus they would be players that I'd look to probably shelve off in game week eight uh, game week 12 excuse me and probably look at the likes of Zaha if you don't have him uh, maybe Madison or Bowen if you don't have him because these are players that you could keep a little while and then look to kind of shift them back in. So regarding Arsenal assets, I'd keep Martinelli. Regarding Liverpool now, I think Trent's injured. Um, Diaz is injured. I think he'll be out for a little while. Uh, Mohamed Salah, Twitter is always um, you know, very knee-jerk in regards to what to do with him. I'd still keep him for this game. Um, if you have him, you keep him. Because who are you really going to go to? KDB are folding, but then they blank in twelve. So I think it's so counterintuitive. You keep Salah because Liverpool are still creating opportunities, but I think they'll go back to a four three three more than what they did yesterday, which was a 4-2-2 where they got dominated. Eventually, in midfield in the second half, Man City are a better team than Arsenal, so I expect them to have the lion's share of the possession. So I expect a four three three. Well, I think Salah would be more the right forward rather than what looked like a right attacking mid right winger role. He'd be the more right forward. Darwin Nunes was brilliant yesterday, an asset that I want. Um, He was brilliant. He'll play up front and I'd imagine Jota on the left. Or it could be Jota on the left, Firmino in the middle, especially if they want Firmino to drop him. But I don't think it should. Uh, Liverpool should do that. I think they should play Darwin because he just creates chaos when he's in that team. And... In regards to Manchester City, I know we're pushing on a bit, but what do we do with their assets? Now, this has been a pickle for me because I have Haaland, Foden and Cancelo. Foden's been unreal for me, and I'll discuss a bit about my rank as we tail off this uh, this episode. I, I want to keep the Man City assets for next week. Um, Trent's out now. Uh, they'll play Gomez, even though Gomez is better defensively, but it is going to pull on the pressure, and they don't have a quick way of transitioning from attack to defence without Trent, and also if Robbo's out, now make sure to follow uh, Mo at FPL Trophy, fellow pundit, Liverpool fan, brilliant guy, rating so highly, um, is, you know, I, I've, been, I've been annoying him in regards to what's happening with Robertson. Uh, it looks like he's touching go, but if he does play against uh, Man City, that could be an excuse to take out Foden, because I expect Foden to line up on the right of a front three and Grealish on the left. Um... You know, and then obviously defensively, Liverpool are a different beast with Robertson because he's their best fullback in regards to defensive um, defensive ability. Um, Then I might look at the Foden to Zaha move, which is something that is being discussed. But if not, if Simicast is going to play, you can't get rid of Foden. Foden has to play. And then maybe in game week 12, you look at to take out Foden because there won't be too much value tied with him. For, you know, when you're looking at the likes of Martinelli, you know, he's gone up 0.6, 0.7, Foden, I think it's about 0.3. Then I might look at taking out Foden for Zaha for my own team in Game Week 12. The most likely move. And in 13, I'll just look to bring Foden back in, to be honest with you, because I'll have a lot of money to play with at that point. So um, Cancelo and Haaland, you keep them, you bench them for Game Week 12. Martinelli, you bench them for Game Week 12, is my opinion. Foden, he's someone that I could uh, look at taking out. 11, 20%, yes. 12, probably 100%, percent and look to bring in Zaha. Because Zaha is a player I'm still waiting for to explode, because... This is my fourth season playing now. This is my fourth se- season playing now. And, uh, you know, he's never really returned for me. So, um, yeah, so given an assessment on uh, the Arsenal game, of course. I'm delighted. I think we've arrived now as a proper team in regards to, you know, being a proper threat in this league now, which is fantastic, playing a great way. Also looking at what you do with the Arsenal assets, Liverpool assets, and, of course, Man City assets. And, of course, if I tell it off with how I'm doing, um, it's been a... Magnificent couple of weeks for me. Uh, I started the game week at thirteen thousand after going up, about a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, um, and so far my live rank is three point six k. That's before the game later on tonight with uh, Nottingham Forest and Aston Villa. So, yeah, by the end of this game week, I I should be around the three thousand mark, which is fantastic with two transfers as well. Point seven in the bank, which is fantastic. So it allows me and two transfers. So. You know, it really allows me to attack these uh, last game weeks. So, um, yeah, so excellent. I just have to keep myself grounded. And the thing is, I'm not making moves for the sake of them. You know, I'm very happy with my team. I, if I want to keep folding for 12, I might make Vestergaard into Grehi just to cover 11 players. Because I think in game week 12, everyone's just going to focus on covering players. And Darwin Nunes is a player I really could bring in. And Kane could be the guy i take out for Darwin Nunes. And Nunes could be the captain in game week 12. What differential that would be at home to West Ham. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, stream every Tuesday. Tomorrow at 6pm, we've got FPL Focal, Oscar, top lad, top content, Arsenal fan. so that always helps as well. We've got Nima as well. Top top guy, top content, and an Arsenal fan as well. Hope you like the episode, guys. God bless. Take care.